It is Conflict Resolution Wednesday. You know, often we hear about keeping relationships private. Mm-hmm. And then there's also secret relationships. Yeah. Mm. And there are many reasons why people might uh, decide to keep their relationship uh, a secret. Uh, it could be the fact that, you know, your family are gay phobes. Mm. Therefore, you can't say, I've got a boyfriend mm. or I've got a girlfriend mm. if, if you're a lesbian. It could be that it's an affair. Yeah. Mm. I've been both. Yeah. Sorry. <clears throat> so the first one, I discovered a year into the relationship that I'm actually the side. Hibana. So then, by then I was fully in love mm. and, yeah. and I could not just walk away. Then I accepted being a secret. Um, because in the beginning, I thought it was, it was private. Ah, yes. You know, Ranti. Ranti. Oh. I'm a secret. Back at the ranch. Mm. Yes. So... I became that secret until I could not take it any longer. Sure. Then, the second one, it was it was of, it was a secret from the beginning. So when when we started a week into the relationship, mm. the parents found out and they said, "Hell no." Yeah. And and they thought I was converting their son into oh. becoming, yeah, more ten. Yeah, mm. into becoming gay. You're mm. like a zombie. You're, yes. you're, you're tending them. So, then he was like, "No, I want to be with you." Then we we were together, but. He he asked me for now, let's let's keep it a secret until we get to a place where we confront them. But mm. five years into the relationship, it still didn't happen. Mm. Dololo, mm. Dololo, mm. and wow. then I decided, I I can't, I can't anymore. Yes. So it's 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 a very tough place to be in, very because it's chances are emotionally and mentally it can't yeah, be nice because everything has to. You have to be guarded. You have to be aware mm-hmm. of everything. Mm-hmm. What you say, where you say it, how you say it, what you do, how you touch him, where do you touch him, how do you touch him, when do you mm-hmm. touch him, yeah. when you know, when do you say you are in a pub and That's na- a full-time job. You, you can't just go, babe. Yes. You know, because, but because you're used to saying baby, yes. it's going to come out anyway. Yes, yeah. but now you have to be uncomfortable with you're it because guarded. you got it because now there's there's his two friends from his hometown that mm, are there with mm. you that don't know that they think that you guys are just friends yeah. mm. and then now you have to always go eh, eh, you know so it is so you went eh, for five years for five years no. I went eh. so sure. yeah and it's, it's easier said than done to say no I wouldn't be in such a place but you find yourself there yeah, yeah. and until when are you are ready Exactly. To, to say, no, I can't take this anymore. Dr. Tepiso Matenti, educational psychologist, is uh, in the building. Find her on Twitter at tmatent. Uh, what's up, Doc? Ah, good morning, family. Good morning. I'm not in the building. I'm on air. And I'm sorry I'm not there with you guys. No, you're a busy woman. We fully understand. Yes, I am. More important, people are calling. Yes. Secret relationships, doctor. What are your thoughts? So the secret, uh, and I like Samizi's example, uh, is that you are keeping things hidden. Yeah. You are withholding information, and usually because of you feel it will be harmful to other people, right? And the two of you might agree in a relationship to keep it a secret, to keep it on the down low, that you are accompanying it to each other, and you are aware that your other partners might be harmed by the fact that you guys are having it on the down low. But private, on the other hand, is usually an agreement where you choose not to take somebody into your confidence. You choose not to disclose certain sensitive information. You might argue that everybody has the right 
to 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 privacy right and that you have it oh, you're supposed to be voluntary in you should volunteer in terms of sharing information and if you don't want to nobody should make you but the thing about privacy it does not betray trust you are both agreeing there's a conversation about it and it's about strengthening the kind of relationship that you have where secrecy on the other hand violates trust mm-hmm. and i think if you look at it from that perspective that if we are agreeing that the two of you me and samizi we have the secret agreement mm-hmm. we are also aware that the people that we are choosing not to disclose that information to if they found that information out it would violate their trust in us. Does mm. that make sense? Yes. So it's about strengthening the trust. And when we can see that it is actually what the information that is being withheld is going to violate trust, then we are no longer moving from just being private. Because actually what you're keeping private, whether it is your status or the fact that you are um, you are dating somebody, whatever it is that's happening in your life, if it makes other people not to trust you because they feel that you are being disingenuous, it's now actually a secret because it can, it's going to harm the other person. Mm. Now, that's where the issues come in. And when we make it that way, people begin to say it's technical. Mm. But the issue, it it violates trust and it changes the power differentials. Because that information that you are holding, if the other person knew it, they actually might end up making different decisions that would benefit them and actually disadvantage you. So to keep your sense of advantage and your power, you don't share that information. And that's the issue about trust. Hmm. What of non-intimate relationship, secret relationships. I'll give you an example, for instance. When I was in primary school, uh, there were certain kids I was not allowed to play with because, and I knew they were bad kids, Mm -hmm. but they were also great company. But just the burden as a child of having to hide the fact that I've got these three boys I enjoy hanging out with because we do stuff, we make wire cars, rakokasi, but I had to hide that from my parents. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you, you had a secret, isn't it? Yes. That is a secret because you are aware that what you are involved in is actually harmful to yourself. And if your parents should find out, they will not trust you. They will not believe in you. They will not want you hanging around with those boys. And it will also hurt them. Mm. Now, when you are looking at that, firstly, if you are a child in primary school, do you have the ability, the, the insight to decide, to discern, to make judgments, to understand the far-reaching consequences and the impact of what you're doing? Not necessarily in the same level as what an adult does. Mm. So that conversation, when you're having it with a young child, be very careful. Because for a child who understands that sharing, telling you the truth, bringing you into my confidence, is going to lead to me being um, punished. Yes. Uh, grounded and I'm not going to have fun because my parents are very very strict they're actually going to withhold that information mm. so it's actually about how you make your child comfortable to open up to you even about things that actually they are not so proud of and it is important to, cheat it, to teach it at that level from there. But when you are an adult that argument does not hold water the fact that you're hanging around with your friends Brafesh, who are drinking and cheating on their wives and you are not telling your woman when you're coming home late that you were with your boys who are busy cheating and if she knew that you were with those people she would also start thinking that you must be up to the same intakes then that is also harmful to her that's not private you're mm. keeping that a secret and because you are an adult you have to be held accountable to it hmm. and you'll find a lot of people have secret friends for the very same re- reason yeah where my wife doesn't approve of my friends my mm. husband doesn't approve of my friends 
Oh, yeah, because the benefits that goes with those friendships, and by the way, they don't have to be sexual. Yes. The benefits that goes with those friendships are not necessarily going to be beneficial to your relationship or to your spouse. Mm-hmm. It's 20 minutes after 8. If you'd like to weigh in, please do. We'd love to hear from you. We're talking about, uh, I guess, the relationships that happen on the down low. They don't have to be intimate. It could be mm-hmm. just the guy I have the best conversations with mm. is also a gangster. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, how do I balance the fact that I get some sort of satisfaction mm. or mental stimulation from chatting to this person? Mm. It could be the, the guy that hangs around with Somizi, with me, gets so much wisdom and great advices, but he cannot be seen with me yes. because mm. now they're going to think he's bi mm. or he's or, gay or, 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 the, or the wife does not approve. Mm. Why are you having lunch with Sumizi? But he's, he's explained as much as he can to say, but Sumizi gives me best advices and mm. they don't get it. So now he has to keep me a secret. In the, in the context in, in of... Fact, the doctor, can we just take sure, a quick sure. break? And then we'll come back and uh, we'll continue our chat. Metro FM is where you're at. It's Conflict Resolution Wednesday. Today we're talking about relationships that we hide for whatever reason. Uh, Mpo, ever had to hide a relationship? Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get into detail, but mm-hmm. yes, I've, I've, I've had to hide a relationship before. Uh, did it ever become apparent that you were in this relationship that you were hiding? No, not really, no. Why were you hiding it? Just out of interest. You don't have to spill beans, but... Because it was none of anyone's business. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Mposa. Uh, Dr. Tsepiso Matenji is in the building. Uh, Doc? <laughs> yeah. Um, we, the things that we choose to keep secret is because we fear reprisal. Yes. Uh, and very often, the person who felt betrayed because there was a secret that you didn't know, um, often because you are feeling victimized in that moment, you say, I wouldn't have reacted. I wouldn't have, there wouldn't have been any reprisal. But more often, the person who's not telling you that information is because they are afraid of reprisal. Mm. And reprisal could be anything. One of them has to be the fact that you're going to see me differently after you find out what I've chosen not to tell you. Mm. And once you see me differently, I can never recover. Mm. Or the relationship will change once you find out this thing that I have not been telling you. So, we understand that there is a, there's a lack of emotional safety, that I will be judged, that there may be shame, that um, you might, the, the perspective or the version that you have, that you see me in that is positive, I might lose it. And as a result, no longer be able to occupy that special place in your heart. Mm. And then we also look at from the fact that um, the person who is finding out that you've left some of the, some information that is crucial to them in their relationship out, that they might feel that you have no integrity, all right? That what you put out there is not the same as what you say about yourself. You are you, that you you also are not necessarily really loyal because if you were loyal to me, you would have taken me into your, con- your confidence. But also that you betrayed my trust. Mm. And that this relationship that I thought was based on trust on us being open and us knowing each other is actually not what it is. So that issue ends up defining everything else about how we are relating. So it becomes a bit messy. And the conversation, if you want to move beyond the fact that there was something that you were keeping a secret, mm. is how do we rebuild? How do I rega- regain the trust? How do I regain my faith now that um, you found out what I found out? 
And a lot of people are uncomfortable because of the reprisal, because we don't know how to handle reprisals. And as a result, we avoid conflict. So you might as well say things are private when in fact they're actually a secret. So what of saying, Mama, Papa, I'm tired of hiding? I know you're xenophobic, but I found this beautiful girl from Mali that I'm in love with. You're going to have to deal with it. You, you, know, you know, that is a very powerful thing. In fact, last week when we were talking about this conversation, Samizu said it, it has to begin with you accepting who you are. You yeah. have to be able to be okay with your truth. I get it. Mm. So whether you, whatever your status is, whatever your HIV status is, whatever your sexual orientation, whatever the relationship it is that you feel is you've got a cheat mama. There are a lot of people who've got cheat parents because they're not feeling connected with their own parents and they keep that relationship a secret. Mm. Whatever the issue might be in your life, you would have to accept it. And when you are comfortable with it and you realize you are not being authentic with yourself, if you do not own it and declare it. Yes. And not that you have to declare it to everybody. Actually, it is mainly to the significant others that you want to declare it to. When you have made peace with your truth, it becomes very easy to be able to communicate it to people, to declare it to the people that are significant, and also to judge whether they are significant to keep you in a, in your, in a circle, because maybe sometimes the way Mamuholo responds to what Bawana Lenge disability or Bawana Lenge HIV is, is really a reason why you should not put it in your inner circle, and then you decide to exclude her because it's none of her business, but you are comfortable with your HIV status. Does that make sense? Mm. So some of us, what we choose to keep private is because we have owned our truth, and if somebody should find out you're not going to fall apart. You're not going to say you know, because you're comfortable with it. But some of us, we are not comfortable with our truth and that's why we keep it a secret. So (laughs) Conflict Resolution Wednesday. When we keep relationships, associations, whatever you want to call it, a secret for whatever reason. Hmm. Uh, So for instance, uh, N. Jom says, my wife told me to cut a relationship with a guy who washes cars in the taxi rank. I've secretly been helping this guy. We now have a driver's license for him. I've even assisted him in stopping drugs. He's currently on the job market, and I pushed him to reconcile with his family. My wife is not away. Mm. Had to keep it a secret. Mm. And then Anonymous on WhatsApp says, uh, regarding what Dr. Tsepiso Matenchi was saying about own your relationship or your situation, I am dating a married man, and I'm happy I don't mind the fact that I see him uh, in terms of how limited our times are because it works for me. Mm. I've even told my parents that judge me or not, I'm happy where I am. Mm. Okay. And that is my reality. Hmm. Anonymous. She's owned it. Yeah. Dr. Tsepiso. Have we lost Dr. Tsepiso Matenchi? Um, I suspect uh, we've lost her. Someone else on WhatsApp, my boyfriend is a Nyaope addict. Mm. We've been together for eight years and we have a daughter. My family do not know about his addiction and we try by all means that uh, when uh, he comes home, he wears neat and does not smoke too much before. He needs help to quit smoking. And Linda, I can't imagine dating someone else because this man treats me like a queen Mm. despite his addiction. Mm. It's a very tough one. It's a tough one, eh? It is a very tough one. But but also, do I need to tell my family that my husband or my wife is a drug addict? I mean, we're, de- we're dealing with it. 
Because that's the thing. I've always figured that in relationships, especially in, you know, that involve two people, you don't have to disclose everything to your family. Mm. I, I think There's certain things you can keep just to win. Yeah, I, I think in, in her case, honestly, I don't see the need or the reason for her to disclose to her family. Yeah. You only disclose if if it's putting your life in danger. Yes. If his habits, if, if you're... you're your husband is an alcoholic and he becomes violent, mm. he's a drug addict mm. and he steals and he becomes violent, then you report. But if, like you say, he treats you like a queen, his addiction does not influence his behavior. Mm. You know? Mm. So there's no need. It's, it's, he's the same as a person who drinks champagne and comes home and still treats the wife or the yes. partner decently. It's just that he's addicted to what has been given a reputation of people that are taking that thing, they act in a certain way. Someone else on um, WhatsApp, I'm in a conflicted situation right now. I am gay, but I can't tell anyone in my circle or my friends because all of them are anti-gay. Mm. Mm. It is heavy on me because even when I go out with my friends or cousins, uh, when it's time to hit on girls, I am mm. forced to also hit on girls mm. to hide being gay. Mm. The other thing is I'm in a relationship with this guy and he's also in the closet and in a straight relationship. Mm. It is heavy on both of us because uh, when we introduce each other to our circles, we say we are friends sure. uh, from way, way. It's mm. really heavy on me. That's, that's that, another that's one. Sad. And it happens a lot. It does. It like does. even married male couples. Yeah. Married, married couples. Mm. You find they become friends. It, it's become, it becomes a circle of friends where me and you, we've got our wives, but me and you are in a relationship. Yes. Mm, mm. And we, we travel together on holidays. And then sometimes we go, it's a boy's trip. Yes. Mm. Then we do our thing. And there's a broken back mountain exactly. situation. And it's yes. difficult to judge it. They will have to decide for themselves. Mm. When, unfortunately, sometimes it comes out badly mm. where mm. you are caught in the act. You know, so I would say sometimes it's better for you to come out, but then it, it's not easy because you hurt a lot of people. Sure. Uh, Dr. Tsepiso Matenchi is on the line. Welcome back, Doc. Thank you so much. Look, it's a burden to burden other people with your truth, especially when you haven't learned to deal with it. We know of people who are living um, a fragmented life, meaning what you see out there is very different to the person that I am inside. They feel they are torn. They feel uh, people don't really know me and I can't really be myself and I'm not accepted and loved and appreciated for who I really am. I have to play a character or a role. And that creates a lot of health concerns with people. I'm totally depression, totally stress. Some people hurt themselves. You know, they, get, they engage in self-harming behaviors. So it is, it creates mental health um, issues for a lot of people and it becomes important to to be uh, mindful about how you unburden yourself about your truth so perhaps start in a protected safe professional environment speak to somebody who cares who's going to listen to you and help you plan about how you tell your truth but when you do get to a stage where you are ready like I said before you need to be selective about who you tell your truth to because sometimes you can minimize the issues that are justifying you telling your truth to other people. The example that Samizia was giving um, before you gave the one about people who are homophobic. Sometimes you have a partner who, yes, but it's just he loves me, he buys me milk, he does something else. Think about the incident that happened ago about spousal uh, abuse. 
that for a lot of us, we tend to minimize the symptoms. And then we say, it's not as bad. Because at least, mm. at least, and you keep it down. Which also means, in not telling the truth and breaking the silence, you are also not accessing support. You are minimizing the problem. You are justifying the unjustifiable. And you have to be called out on that for yourself. Not by somebody else, by yourself. Because you end up allowing things that you shouldn't be allowing, that are actually harmful to you and are creating dependence or codependence or it, in, it encourages unhealthy behavior in the other person who you're trying to protect at the same time. Mm. So understand that part as well. Now, when you are in a, pl- in a place where you are ready to disclose, there's things that, four things that I want to say. One is about owning your truth and accepting it. It has to start with you accepting who you are, self-acceptance. And then that is different to living your truth. Because when you are living it, you don't have to pretend, you don't have to be shy. You don't even need to explain anything to anybody. So if somebody stumbles on your truth, you have to say, yeah, this is who I am. Um, are you okay with it? If you're not, it's also not, it's, it's also not fine. If you need help, I can help you deal with it. You mm-hmm. know? You're no longer apologizing and you're no longer ashamed of reprisal. Own it. You're owning it. The yes. other one is speaking your truth because you can live your truth without um, advertising it to everybody. But there are people who speak their truth. They will tell you about their experiences and what they've gone through, what it has taught them, and how they now live a more authentic, meaningful life because they are very comfortable with they are and they don't apologize. So, Mizzy, you are an example that epitomizes that where you own your truth you accept it you live it and you speak it and that actually empowers other people who are scared of coming out with their sexual orientation you are a living example of that but remember there are a whole lot of skills and a whole lot of experiences that have to develop those skills Mm. that you are not sharing Mm. That if somebody does not come and talk to you and engage, and they think I'm just gonna disclose Kaka Christmas function or I am gay, they will miss the opportunity to learn the skills that you have learned through all the trials and tribulations you went through. Mm. So part of going through this about disclosure is learning the skills on how to manage it, because other people are not necessarily ready to deal with your truth, mm. and you have to educate them the way mm. that you are doing it's amazing. Mm. Uh, um, just just to also to <clears throat> to to enlighten or to add on that, doctor, is that. Can is it okay for us to also understand and accept that it's it's different for every person, yes. and also it's like bungee jumping. I I vowed that I will never bungee jump again. I tried it. Mm. I know it's safe. And ninety percent of the time or ninety nine percent of the time it's safe, but I will not do it. Mm. So also, um, I I don't want us to also to be unfair yes. or to to be too to pressurize people that are not coming out. It is not easy. There's a mm. whole lot of things that are behind it. For instance, with me, I never grew up in a family that made me feel that I, I didn't even know I was gay. When people say, um, "When did you come out?" I was like, "Where where, where was I was, I was never, never in? I was, I was never, never in anywhere because yes. mm. it has, it was ne- I was never made to feel that Yo. there's something wrong with me or, yes. or, or or there's something weird with me. So it made it easy for me to go out there and be who I am and who I want to be. So with other people, the challenge is also it's it's how they grew up because as a child you are trained, you you see things and they mm. get into your head, they get into your mind, they get into your spirit, and and the, the fear is being created for you sure. so when you're an adult it makes it even difficult and then you end up getting into relationships as, as well that add on to the pressure yeah. that you are scared to come out yeah. of mm-hmm. and and when you come out then now you are not hurting your parents not only hurting your, your siblings you now you're hurting your children and your wife and your church and your ceo mm-hmm. and so forth and, and, and so on and, so it has built yeah. so it's, it's really difficult and and we wish them nothing but it is mm-hmm. and and often when you are gonna speak your truth and own it and actually start living it you're actually gonna challenge other people 
principles, values, and belief systems, mm. right? So which means there's a level where you're going to have to educate people because now you are, you are challenging their mind frame about life. Mm. And a lot of people, they will first be defensive and attack you than to actually admit or they are bigoted, that they, they are prejudiced in the way that they look at the world. Mm. But also you are threatening the level of safety of how the world is ordered. Mm. And if you do not even know how to take care of yourself and you are expecting by telling me your truth, I will know how to act with that information and then treat you with calm and respect and be and, and, and with and kindness. It doesn't necessarily mean that I am ready to handle it as well. So actually, in fact, not telling me actually ends up being beneficial to you and to me. But you also need to take responsibility for that because you are also not shifting and changing mindset. Absolutely. And it's only when people own their truth and start saying, yeah, I know it challenges your religion. I know it challenges the way you believe and the way you see me and, and, and your views about the world. But this is what it is. And you might need mm-hmm. to take time to deal with it. But that doesn't mean the whole world stops for you to deal sure. with my Absolutely. I am going on with it. Mm. 8.52 Metro FM is where you're at. We're talking conflict resolution Wednesday. Secret relationships or hidden relationships. Why hide? Why are you hiding? How are you dealing with the pressure and the burden of hiding? Doctor, mm-hmm. here's the situation. I am in a secret relationship with somebody. I have a friend who knows my secret. My friend feels that they need to disclose my secret to everyone. Because that's a fear that a lot of people who are in secret situations have and probably deal with. What message do we send to those people who know other people's secrets and feel like it is on them to disclose the secret? So, Arabulele about the fact about that power differential thing. That mm. because now you have told me about your secret relationship, and let's use Fresh as an example. Mm. So, you have a relationship, and I know about it because I see what you guys are doing, Gustidio. Yeah. I become part of that pact of secrecy. Mm. And if I keep it quiet to your husband, I am now also colluding against you. And not only am I colluding, I am saying it is okay, I'm promoting it. And every time when I engage with your husband, I am now also being another resident, another person who is breaking the distrust mm. in the relationship. Mm. Can you imagine when he finally finds out that, oh, even Angie and Samizi and Sepisi and Bogodineo all knew that Mpoli Fresh about dating. So mm. how do I trust anybody? It violates that person's entire world. Mm. So mm-hmm. when Sepisi tells you, no, I can't keep it a secret, they're being honest with you. It's about how you guys manage it. But the other thing, Kukore, if I go and I disclose to Mpo's husband what's happening, I'm unburdening myself. I am not going to be there to pick up the pieces. I am also being irresponsible because I might be okay with the fact that I broke the silence. But then the repercussions that go with breaking that silence mm-hmm. doesn't mean Mpo is well equipped to deal with it and Mpo's husband is well equipped to deal with it. Mm-hmm. But also, I'm not going to be there to pick up the pieces. They have kids. They have other things. So it's not as simple as that. You can't just rip the band-aid and say, Naki go bulel. And for a lot of our friends, they do that. They're very mm. careless in how they break the silence. And also when they're telling the truth, they don't even care about the mop-up operation. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Mm. It's 8.54. Thank you for your voice notes. Yeah, that's a big one. I've got this secret relationship with my baby mama. We're not intimate. We're not intimate. So I just help her there and there, but uh, there's the things that I have to keep it a secret from my partner and my mother because of what you've been through. It's so sad, yo. but uh, I like to help her. She's my baby mom of the all. I'm also in a secret relationship, and um, the reason for that right now is because I'm going through a nasty divorce. 
and my crazy ex-husband to be can make my life difficult if he would know that i'm happy with someone else so i had to tell my current partner that we just have to keep it on the down low for now until my things sorted i've been uh, in a secret relationship with a roman catholic priest in training they are not allowed to get married so we couldn't have an open relationship uh, he was doing his second year of the training and he kept telling me that he would just uh, after three years after four years after gaining some bit of experience a diploma a degree or whatever he would leave the seminary but it every year it never happened until i decided to call it off but people were talking about it where we lived people knew about it where we lived people whispering and gossiping about it but i eventually called it off and he went on to have other relationships and he finished the eight years of the priest training and he became a priest and i bet you right now he's still having secret relationships that's my story Mm. that is insane Mm. sure I think the only saving grace is at least it's not into little boys. Yeah. yeah. It's the only oh, saving wow. grace. Yeah. What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's not fair. <laughs> that is not fair because he's strung along this woman for years. Mm. And not only has he prayed on her, and I am using the word pray, he's gone to pray on other women. Yes. You know, and it goes against the oath uh, that he's taken mm. towards his, his, his religion. So that, that, is, that is not fair at all. <laughs> Yeah, but we're adults, and I know what I'm doing, and maybe I'm attracted to men in robes. Wow, that's a very powerful statement of ignorance. So what do we do then? <laughs> that there's a Catholic priest it's in a training statement who of likes ignorance. me, but I like him too. What do we do? You did hear her say. He said, "Go ahead and finish your education. Do this. I will come back to you. I will mm. do this." He kept promising. Mm-hmm. He violated her trust. Yes. It's and not the same. The mm. He that's exploited her. It's yeah. not the same. That that is the risk about being in a secret relationship. Yes. In most cases, uh, it benefits only one person mm-hmm. because that the, for the fact that it suggests that you, you don't um, simultaneously suggest to be in a secret relationship. It's one person who has issues or things that they want to deal with first, but it most of the time it benefits one person. I I once told m- my ex that who I was in a relationship with for five years. He said, I said, I asked him why. Why can't you tell them at this point? Because I was, we are solid now. Yes. Um, I would rather my family is is scared that his family is going to disown him, and they they accept him for for the person that he is. And sure. I said to him, "Are you aware that in that room of people during your ceremonies and everything, you love them for who they really are, and they love you for who they think you are?" Sure. You're and the only loser that, here. You're the only loser here who's living a lie, and that that is the the, the, the disadvantage about being in a secret relationship. Mm. For, for 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 some people, the opportunity cost of coming out and and speaking your truth and owning it. They are too high. Their risks are too high. Mm. And as a result, they end up fragmenting. They compartmentalize their life. I can't tell anybody about this because they're not able to handle it. Mm. And what you said, Samiza, I agree with it. Look at actually who's benefited about it, that power differential. Mm. Because if long term you can see that you are harming yourself, you're betraying yourself, you are not living your authentic life, you can't blame those people who are ignorant. 
mm-hmm. it has to be you because you are now also complicit in perpetuating this compartmentalization mm-hmm. and if you want to claim it back you're going to have to take that risk then but mm-hmm. a lot of us would rather stay in a place of safety would rather say at least for now Keshap, I can have a double life mm-hmm. and actually you can't sustain it long term it sure. creates problems when you grow up it also says a lot about your ability to learn with being with having conflict that is actually about asserting yourself you mm-hmm. learn not to assert yourself and you don't have a voice it ends up infiltrating in other areas that have nothing to do with what you're keeping a secret but because it becomes a personality profile a personality pattern of how you deal with with conflict mm-hmm. and disputes mm-hmm. and so sort of fresh and also i think next next time as well i'm suggesting that we do the same topic mm. but when it comes to affecting secret relationships that would affect or could affect your career sure mm-hmm. because we we have like for instance soccer players can't come out that they're gay soccer players uh, or married men uh, that are ceos come can't come out that i i have a side you know the relationships that secret relationships that affect career changing or career limiting put, yeah, yeah actors that come that can't come out that they are gay because then mm. from now on they're not going to play straight roles for sure. instance so be time cast. Like that, yeah uh, doc uh, i think uh, let's uh, call it a day where do we find you online doc i'm on twitter at timatent on my website matinji.com and I think there's Facebook, Matinji Consulting Services. She got it right. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> it helps when I'm on the light. <laughs> She's reading it. Doctor, thank you so much for your time. We appreciate you and uh, we love you very much. I love you too, guys. Take care. I'll see you next week. That is Dr. Tsepiso Matenji. We wrap up with this uh, voice note. Not voice note, it's a WhatsApp. I'm in a serious relationship with my girlfriend. I want to marry her. The problem is we've been together for two years and she thinks I am a Muzulu, but I'm from Zim. How? Uh, how? 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 Uh, how do I tell her? But it depends if she's xenophobic or not. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's, that's, that's yeah. the only problem. If she's not xenophobic, then there's nothing And to why do. did you lie about where you're from in the first place? Because though? she was xenophobic. Chances are. In the beginning, before you even approached her, but you liked her. So you thought the only if you tell her at the time you're gonna lose her, mm. let me get in so mm. that once I'm in, maybe I can now re- reveal myself. It it happens with anything that is homophobic, xenophobic, racist, and so forth and so on. Hi, my guy, so what 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 should he do? Own yeah? it, yeah? own it, you own must it, tell and tell her, and then see whether. Ah, he must just walk in and be like, hey, Jody, what shall we do? What shall we do to What shall we do? And that is your thought for today. Have a great day in spite of yourself. It's time for the bridge, Tony.